Welcome to a special episode of the 90 Minute School Day. I am so delighted to have you join me once again. Today, we're embarking on my own homeschooling story. So get ready to explore a heartfelt and personal chapter as we delve into what brought my family to homeschooling and why we're still here. Yes, we will be discussing the highs, but also the lows and all of the beautiful moments in between. Thank you for coming along with me. School is out. Natural learning is in. Hey there, I am Kelly Edwards, your host of this podcast and creator of the 90 Minute School Day. This is not your typical homeschooling podcast. Here, you will find out-of-the-box stories from the trenches, trainings, tools, and tips to guide you forward. Yes, I like alliteration. We will also share results and mindset shifts to support you in your journey of living and learning alongside your out-of-the-box neurodiverse kids. I'm so glad you're here. Why 90 Minutes? The 90-minute school day was born out of a desperate time from a desperate mother in a desperate homeschool. The 90-minute school day is a framework and a system that I developed to help myself de-school, which was a term I didn't know at the time, away from the school-at-home mindset. You see, we had left the school system for attachment. That is the big why for why our family homeschools. We needed more attachment with our daughter who we had recently adopted in first grade, and I brought her home. Being traditionally educated myself, I didn't know what else to do but have a grade book, buy a box curriculum, say the Pledge of Allegiance, and give spelling tests every Friday. I'm not joking. So that is how our homeschool started. If that resonates with you, I know that that's a familiar story for most of us. I did a lot of research. I read a lot of blogs, podcasts. I attended conferences. I went into the homes of homeschoolers that I knew and interviewed them, looked at their books, and pretty much went by their recommendations because I wasn't confident that I could do this. I never planned to homeschool. I always thought my children would take a more traditional approach like I did. I grew up going to public schools and also private schools. I went to college, all of these traditional expected things. I was a straight A student and I just never really thought my life would be uh, outside the classroom for my children. So we came home. We had our traditional environment. Our first year homeschooling, my daughter and I agreed that we wanted to get through the 36 weeks of the box curriculum I had purchased as fast as possible. And we did it. We slammed that curriculum down and we were done with all 36 weeks by the middle of March, which we were so excited about. But we were looking at this as a huge to-do list and something to just cross off every day and get done and over with which isn't honoring learning. That's not creating a lifelong learner. We had a lot of fun together, but there were a lot of battles. We had battles over language arts. We had battles over math. We were constantly um, just working. We were working, working, working at this school thing, air quotes. And so 
What came out of that year of doing it super fast and slamming ourselves into it was our second year of homeschooling. We were kind of resistant, both of us. Homeschooling wasn't something that we were really excited about anymore. It was another thing to just get through. And then um, it wasn't until our third year of homeschooling where we had two infants in our home. We're a foster adoptive family um, who had a lot of special needs that we had to de-school. We went on sorority leave and maternity leave and the baby was the curriculum. And it was about that point uh, as well, my middle daughter had been attending a local Montessori school. And I was just fascinated with how this classroom worked and how these little children of mixed ages all respected one another, worked in unity, um, resolved conflict rather easily. So I started in my own personal study time, going down kind of um, a lot of avenues, learning more about Montessori, her method, her story, which uh, ironically, she started working with underprivileged um, children with special needs. And so her method came out of that place. And it was through learning about Maria Montessori, having these little babies in my home, reading about Charlotte Mason. She was another heavy influence and still is on me, Montessori, Charlotte Mason. And then I was introduced to John Holt. And these three uh, philosophers, educational philosophers, have really informed the 90-minute school day. I think each of them was coming into learning and um, empowering the child, respecting the child, attachment principles, as well as recognizing that children are whole born persons and they are uniquely wired to learn. And a lot of the times we just need to get out of their way, observe them, support them, and resource them. And that's all we have to do in homeschooling. That's natural learning. And that's what I'm super passionate about sharing with you on this podcast and also in the other areas of my business. I really want to give all homeschooling parents permission to follow their child and to clear out the noise of other homeschoolers, of other traditional schoolers, of family members, of society in general, of how you were schooled, uh, and come out and away from that, this kind of task-oriented external pressure to learn, and instead come from it with a relational approach. The 90-minute school day is relationship-centered. So your number one job each day is to remain in relationship with your child. If relationship isn't working, the child is not going to be able to learn anyways, and neither are you. We must be in the higher functioning brain state of our um, neocortex to be able to acquire new information and learn. Otherwise, we are in an emotional brain state or we are in our fight and flight. And so that is so important to recognize as part of the learning journey. And we'll, of course, get into that more in this podcast. So that's a little bit about my family, how we started, why we homeschool for attachment, some of the struggles that we went through. We still struggle. It's not like homeschooling just magically gets easy one day. But what changes is your mindset and approach. And I want to be very clear about that. So The first thing I encourage new homeschooling parents or frustrated homeschooling parents to do is to learn more about de-schooling. The second thing is to recognize that the environments we surround our children with teach them. 
We all know about the socialization that everyone else is concerned about when we homeschool our kids. And that's true, but our children are going to be socialized no matter where they are. If they're going to be in school, they're going to be socialized for a school setting. If they're at home, they're going to be socialized for a home setting. If they're out in the world, they're going to be socialized. We are getting socialized. We are learning all the time. So what we need to do is we need to look at the environments we are, we are in with our children. If we're in a home environment, a car environment, a traveling environment, we're using resources and other people besides just our family to educate our children. What is that? Being very intentional is the key in this environment part of preparing our homeschool life. And then the third thing is just learning the method. I will link in the show notes here several podcasts that I have been on in other people's podcasts where I have laid out the 90 minutes. So you guys can reference that. Of course, we'll be referencing that more um, coming up episodes. But that is just something for you to know about and to listen to because the 90-minute method is extremely simple. However, if you haven't de-schooled your mind, prepared your heart and environments, and environments are not just physical, they are relational, and there is time, okay? Time and space is an environment. Our children need lots of time and space to direct their own learning. And if they have spent any time in school, they have some de-schooling to do of their own. Because in a school environment, children are directed all of the time. They're told what to do, there's expectations to meet, and so they need to just kind of go along with that flow. When you're in a home environment, you want to flip that. You want your child to be very self-directed, and when there is free time for that child to follow their interests, to be empowered and equipped to use the materials in your home and the resources you have interpersonally or in different tools, um, screens, things like that, responsibly so that they can explore and learn about their world. Do you like learning with me on the podcast? Consider joining the waitlist for guide training. This cohort coaching series meets twice a year in the fall and spring. We gather here together, learning in community, to be a guide, not a teacher. Guides don't do it for you. They help you do it for yourself. Guides go with you. Guides lead when it gets tricky and confidence is lost. They hold your hand when you need it. They walk beside you in relationship. Guides follow and cheer you on as you lead the way. Get the guidance you need to guide your homeschool. Learn more about guide training and join the waitlist by clicking the link in the show notes. And another thing when you're beginning homeschooling is to have community. Community is essential. So having in-person community is ideal because we all do better in person. However, if you don't have an in-person community yet and you're not quite ready to start one, what you can do is join a community online. I will have a free community linked in the show notes for you to check out. And we will just go from there. Uh, The other things that I wanted to talk about in this kind of introductory Why 90 Minute episode is just kind of the resources that I provide. I provide one-on-one coaching. It's on my website. That'll be linked. I also provide courses. So if you're a self-paced learner, you can just purchase the 90 Minute School Day course. And that course is self-paced. It will walk you through de-schooling, preparing the environments, and the 90 Minute School Day method. 
If you enjoy community and you enjoy learning in a group environment that is live, then I have guide training that is offered twice a year in the fall and in the spring. And so the link to sign up for the waitlist, it will be linked in the show notes as well. So I have all of those available. And then I also speak on a regular basis on podcasts at different seminars or summits. Um, and then you can always just reach out to me directly. I am super passionate about helping you skip the line and the learning curve that is kind of the traditional path of homeschooling. We start with school at home. It stops working, especially if our children are neurodiverse. And that's one thing I want to call out is this podcast is geared towards families and supporting families who are neurodiverse, whether the parent is neurodiverse or the children or both. And just to kind of identify what neurodiverse is and how I would define that term is it's just a neurological difference. So we learn differently. It's often uh, labeled with ADHD, autism, Tourette's, OCD. You get the idea. This comes from genetics and or trauma. And often it's both. Being neurodivergent in a neurotypical world can create its own trauma. So as a foster parent, and I am raising three neurodiverse girls, uh, each of whom has had their own trauma in addition to their neurodiversities, I have had a lot of personal experience, and then I am going to be airing the stories from other families. If you're not sure you're neurodiverse or if your kids are, that's okay. Because when we apply a neurodiversity lens to learning, it supports not only neurodiverse learners, it also supports neurotypical learners. When we come at children from a neurotypical angle, it usually creates a lot of friction with neurodiverse learners. Neurotypical kids are more inclined to kind of blend and collaborate in that approach, but not neurodiverse. So it's just something to know about. Stay stay around, stick around for all of this information, but it will always be geared towards neurodiversity for that reason. That's it for this episode. I hope that it's been insightful to you. Please let me know what questions you have and I can do a follow-up episode on the 90-minute school day and why 90 minutes. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And thank you for joining me today on the 90-minute school day podcast. And until next time, happy homeschooling.